0: Get digital How's it going guys? Good. Morning. Good. 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 Welcome Very to the good.
1: podcast listeners. Um, today mm-hmm. is our first ever video multicam podcast, which I'm extremely excited about. Um, for anyone who's, um, who knows me or has been around the office while setting this up, will be well aware of the fact that this was, um, a, uh, wildly underestimated endeavor to undertake
2: yeah, a long time in the making,
1: but here we are
2: it's here, here. here,
1: we're, we're running, uh, today on, on the, uh, on the podcast guys, I've got Joe, Joe is a digital marketing specialist that works here at Australian internet advertising and is, um, kicking some huge goals, can offer some great insights. Um, into the kinds of problems businesses are facing in relation to digital marketing today. Um, I've got Wade, our uh, podcast operator, in house videographer, and uh, all round um, creative genius. What up? Uh, <laughs> what up, yo? And then we've got Alan. Alan is a marketing um, magnate. He just, uh, everything he does turns to gold. He helps businesses, e commerce and otherwise, come up with offers, increase conversion rates, and smash sales records, basically.
0: That sounds Welcome like a alarm. pretty good intro. Thank you, Billy.
1: No worries, mate. So yeah. before we begin, has anyone got any burning desire to get anything off their chest? Um, you know, is there any hot topics that you think we should bring up prior to diving in? Maybe, you know, some childhood issues or... Um,
0: I was gonna, any, yeah, we you know, can talk about that. I was going to say Black Friday is around yeah. the corner. Black Friday is around, to around the corner. That's huge, little, Some man. hot tips for, for e-commerce we, we businesses out there. We have to touch there. on that.
1: We have to touch on that. Black Friday is massive, right? Would you agree? Absolutely,
0: absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. What's the date on Black Friday?
0: Um, the date on Black Friday is? 26, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, 29th. Oh, I know.
1: Pretty soon. And then just Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Yes. Get in before the yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Before the, um, yes. the shipping deadline. What are
3: the origins of these capitalist holidays? <laughs>
0: um, uh, Black Friday is from America. Yes. It's been there for a long time, traditionally more like a retail event. Yep. Um, but like a lot of things, it's found its way to Australia. Yep. Thank you, America. Yes. Yes. Halloween, Halloween, so much, and yeah.
3: Black Friday. The, the
1: origins are people needing to spend more money, and, yes. and people needing to make more money, generally speaking. But the fact is, it works. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> the important part. Yes.
3: Everybody loves a deal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. So, Joe, let's uh, over to you, mate. Um, you've been taking inbound inquiries um, here for a while now from business owners for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what do you think of the prevailing kind of um, Questions business owners have, or problems that they they're, they're trying to solve, Oof. that
2: come through in these oh, calls. What an expansive question! Tough question. <laughs> um, yeah, right, let me just draw that down into just two sentences. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, I think there's, a, there's a, a range of reasons, right? I mean, we've all got we've all got our own intrinsic motivations and what it is that we're looking for. Um, and especially when you put an inquiry into a business like ours, you're typically looking for a range of um uh, solutions to problems. Um, mm. A lot of our customers or, or the inquiries that we receive, they're from people who've worked with agencies in the past. Potentially, they've been running their business for, you know, five up to 50 years, right? So they've got a lot of good experience historically and they they know what we do uh, a lot of the time. You know, digital marketing is a pretty… Um, established. Established yep. thing. People know what it is. You've got a really good understanding that you can track everything, that it's all really, you know, visible in terms of what's happening. Ogilvy said, uh, you know, I know that half my marketing works, I just don't know what half, mm-hmm. right, when we were running TV and radio and had no idea, but that, that is gone, that's a thing of the past, so for a lot of people it really comes down to two things for me, uh, from my experience, and it's communication and results, and they are not mutually exclusive. You need to be getting both, right? You can mm-hmm. be getting some of the best results out there, but if you don't have that communication, if you're not getting an understanding as to what it is that your creative team, your digital agency is doing, then it's not really worth anything. And yeah. I've heard a stat that that says uh, if you ignore your customer for 90 days or you're not in contact with them for 90 days, they literally forget that you exist. Right. So uh, it really is important, not just from a customer point of view, but from an agency point of view as well, to be... Really, really clear in that communication, really strong in what you're doing in, in terms of understanding what you're seeing in the market, in terms of what is happening. Uh, it's
1: important too, if you've got a, a service or a product
2: that's differentiated, Yes, to be able to communicate
1: what it is about your service or product that makes it better, not only exactly. to the agency so that they can they can put the marketing material together and the ads together that, um, that communicate that to the marketplace. Well, right? That's right.
2: And it's, it's a relationship, and it should it should have all the hallmarks of a relationship. It should be that we know, we understand what you're seeing in your business so mm-hmm. that we can make informed decisions in terms of the marketing that we're doing. Mm. You should be able to have that conversation with us where we're able to tell you what's happening in your market because we can see. Mm. We can see what people are searching, see volume of search. We can see where you're missing out and where your competitors are doing better. So what is it you're doing as a business to... to to be better than the competition. What's your superior offer for your market? What are you doing?
1: Yes. And do you find that people are um, inquiring about specific services, like they know what they want already, or are they just inquiring saying, I I just need more
2: customers? Yeah, mixed bag, man. Um, A lot of people are coming through with very specific um, aims, Mm -hmm. aiming for just, yeah, specific services we offer, which makes sense, right? And it's consumer behaviour, and I talk about this to a lot of customers as well. Um, If you want to provide a service to somebody, And your main channel of getting that service is through your website, but you do not have the content that outlines that service, then good luck to you, right? Mm. It's not going to happen. You need to have that information in front of people. Mm. And the same thing for us. So because we've got very well listed, very well ranked and really good information around our core services, you find that, yeah, a lot of people will come through seeking Google ads, management, Facebook ads, services, whatever it might be. But then at the same time, there's a lot of people that are looking just to find out more, to get information, maybe maybe a little education piece, you know, ask, ask our opinion on what is the best next step for them.
1: Yeah, cool, cool, excellent. Um, so have you found that those types of inquiries have changed much over the years or is it generally the same sort of thing? Is there anything emerging, anything that you're working on that you're developing at the moment?
2: Yes, I think the, the way that, uh, again, consumer behaviour is, is such that uh, it, it's not too different today than it was a year ago or five years ago. Mm. People still tend to inquire in the same way. Uh, you know, a range of different buckets about what people are looking for. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, Is that changing with, you know, the amount of time spent on the internet and how our interactions in the digital landscape inform our decision-making when buying?
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely to some extent. You do still have those people that are just looking for information, just looking to find out more, just want to have a conversation with somebody. Um, But at the same time, as the content on the internet grows... Um, you know, from our, our experience as well, right? As our blogs and articles and the information that we put out there, as that grows and gets more informative, as we build our authority, you do find that there are more people that are more informed, who are m- more understanding of exactly what they need, and just don't have the time themselves or the 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 motivation to get that you know that learning or whatever. Right? Now, this is a this is a really deep industry, and in terms of the amount of information that's out there, it's it's virtually limitless. It's a web. It's a it web. Is. I think one of the big and things growing.
0: That's changed is how long has Facebook advertising been around for now? 20,
2: 20 years, about there. Yeah, 2007. Yes.
0: In terms of businesses relying on Facebook advertising to grow their business a decade? Yes. A decade, that's a long time. Well, yeah. the,
1: the consumer behavior at first, when I, I remember seeing ads on Facebook um, and thinking, what are you doing on my newsfeed? You know what yes, I mean? Yep. Like I, I was offended <laughs> that there was ads now in my newsfeed. I'm trying to socialize and look at my friend's posts. And uh, not only was there no way I was clicking on the ad, there was definitely no way I was going to buy anything as a result of that ad. The 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 um people were not used to um, making buying decisions through the Facebook platform for quite some time. Probably also mainly because it, it didn't have any ads for a long time. You know, I don't I don't know how they monetized their whole program at that stage. Yep. But um you know uh, prior to ads, this is obviously now that where they get the bulk of their revenue from. Um, but yeah, I mean, now buying off Facebook is an everyday thing.
0: Yes. Exactly. People so for businesses, it. it's they know yeah. they know they Facebook. Need to, it's been yeah. around. They might have done it before. They might have had agencies, but they're also aware of their dependency mm. on Facebook and yep. Google. Definitely. And I know you've been speaking to a lot of clients about email marketing. Yeah. And the, and I, when was it that Facebook went down? Mm. About six weeks ago, a couple a of months back, ago. Yeah. And and if you were so reliant on Facebook, it's like you made no sales. Yes. For, for, six, for six hours. Six hours while it is And it's so now. there's this, um, I think... Everyone freaked
1: out, right? The government yeah. came out and said, we need to make an Australian social media platform. This is, right. is going to ruin our economy. Yeah. If exactly, exactly. Through. So yeah.
0: people know they need to do that, but then what's the mix or the balance? And I think that's where what they're looking for is, I know I need to do Facebook, but what else is there? And that's where they look for the advice. Yes, mm. And having your own channels and there's only two channels you own, it's your email marketing mm. and your website.
1: There's there's, al, there's also the problem that businesses have. Uh, we've had people in here in this office crying because they've got to sack twenty salespeople because their ad account got disabled on Facebook, you know, and you the you're great mystery with, of the, uh, the yeah, ad account <laughs> cancellation. Yeah, the policies, Facebook yeah. policies. Where for whatever reason you've offended our, our algorithm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep. you're it's out so sensitive. Yeah. So um yeah, definitely Facebook's um Facebook's taken off big time, right? And, but people are looking for alternatives.
2: Yeah, and but a bit like how Starbucks has created an industry around coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Like they came in and they didn't do it best, but they did it biggest and first. Mm-hmm. It's how Facebook has gone, right? Yes. I don't think MySpace particularly monetized itself. No. Uh, maybe. I don't know.
1: Evidently not as well as they should have. Could have done better. <laughs> Rest
2: <laughs> in well, peace, Tom. Yes. <laughs> I think Tom's okay. He sold for a couple billion dollars, He's, got, this, a, he's so. got more friends than anyone. Yeah, he's got a good <laughs> Instagram account now, just photography in Fiji. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just like um, just like that, Facebook has created this this industry so that other social media have, have they've got the blueprint, right? Mm. And it doesn't have to be just Facebook anymore. I mean... Snapchat has kind of come and gone. Vine's dead, but Twitter still hangs around. Uh, TikTok's out there. Pinterest goes goes off. Mm. Sort of the the dark horse of the social media game. So there's, there's other options out there as well. But Alan, as you say, you only own one really one channel, one market, and that's your your email database. Mm. So, and I've said this a lot recently: Facebook, Google. Amazon, you know, you think that these guys are social media networks. You think they're a, so, a search engine. You think that it's a, an, an online e commerce store. But what they really are, the value in their business and the reason their share prices are so high, is the customer data that they have. The information on you, me, and virtually everybody on the planet is what makes them money. It's and where their the power ability, is. Yep. the power. It's their ability to monetize that captured market, that owned resource that they have. Yes. Um,
1: that's the most valuable asset that they can own, right? Any business can own. I think that's um, what
2: every business should be focusing on. Yes. Ads is important to getting people to your site. Your site is important to convert in that traffic. Yep. But your email marketing database is your most valuable resource.
1: Look, there, there's, um, there's campaigns that we've run for big business in the past that uh, demonstrates the fact that big, big businesses know this. You know, um, we did a win an outback campaign for Subaru um, and they gave an outback away and spent huge amounts of money on um, collecting people's details through a landing page. So, you know, the hundreds of thousands of dollars that went into um, promoting that campaign plus giving away a car mm. um, at the end of it just goes to show, and with all that they're left with is a huge database of people's details. That shows how much value companies like Subaru place in, in collecting company uh, uh, consumer data. Um, there's also, uh, there was snooze, which was, uh, find your comfortable. That was another campaign that we ran, um, where they, um, they collected again, a a truckload of customer data with a free giveaway and a huge amount of ad spend, you know, so bigger businesses understand the power of data, Mm. you know, and, and that doesn't mean that you, you can only use it if you're a big business. Right. Um, I think that we've seen time and time again, demonstrated, especially through the rise of e-commerce, the power of the power of data through email marketing, um, lookalike audiences, retargeting. Um, you know, there's a lot that you can do, text message campaigns. All of that stuff works really, really well.
0: I think, right. yeah, and the, the accessibility or the ease for a business to set up the email marketing when you've got programs like Klaviyo, which is like a Shopify for yes. email marketing, which instantly integrates, brings all your data mm. to one place. And there's no wonder that email's so powerful besides the fact it doesn't cost you when you want to send emails. It costs you a small subscription fee, mm. which is minor compared to the costs of having to pay every time you want to go in front of someone for Facebook or Google. Yep. That customer's is giving you the email already. You're mm. already down the funnel. They're already engaged with your brand. Yes. They already said, yeah, I'm happy to hear from you. Yes. And then you also have information on what they're interested in. Yes. Which means you can give them something that, that is meeting their needs. It's not about just sending them any products or sales. It's like, yep. I see that you like this product. Yeah. And I see other people who like this product buy this. We actually think you would really yep. like that. And that's per- why personalized You can completely right? personalize it at scale, often automated. Yep. Uh, with some of the standard flows that you do set up. Uh, and that's why email tends to have the highest converting of. Any channel as well. And that's, I
1: mean, it's its obviously getting bigger and bigger because every single website almost that I visit now has a pop-up yep. that says, hey, we'll give you something for yep. free if you just give us your email, yes. name and email, yes. right? $20 off your next order or enter the draw to win yes. $500 voucher or whatever else. So Do it's you al- think there should
3: be a time limit on how long you spend on the website before they hit you with that? Because, damn, I hate it. <laughs> that's a really,
0: a yeah, play. we've done a lot of tests like that. Often they're just... Instant, Uh, there's a lot of, yeah, you have to be very careful with how are you getting in the way of customers. um, I've come here to do something.
1: The life of pop-ups has been an interesting one. It, it it kind of exploded out onto the scene and pop ups were it was yeah. like pop up mania you yeah. know everywhere you went there was another pop up coming up yeah there's the enter the page pop up there's the someone um, just bought in the corner yeah.
0: pop up or the countdown timer yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, you're about to leave like I like the
2: I like the scroll up to the close the window button yeah and it's like oh hang on yeah don't Before we go leave <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right but what's, um, um,
1: and then what? people got the, got the got the shits with it right yeah. they were like this is yes. just, and so yes. pop ups kind of went away for a while. Ad blocker,
0: yeah. <laughs> Ad blocker. But what was also happening? People were just configuring the software was fairly straightforward, and people were configuring these pop-ups just to show. Doesn't matter if it was desktop or mobile. Yes. And then mobile usage has been increasing, as we know. Yep. So we often check client sites and we look at the mobile, and there's like three pop-ups covering yeah the, the CTA, actual site, the things right. that the customer have come to do and yes. i kind of always like to use like a real world analogy like imagine going into a store yes and people just jump out sales people just jump out with big posters in front of you and just trying to grab something yes off the shelf but if you show something that say hey here's a 20 discount of what you buy today okay that's good yes but coming back to what's available to people now at extremely low cost relative to five ten years ago you can a b test all this stuff mm. you can decide how long the pop-up shows and show five seconds to ten seconds. You can choose not to show it on certain URL's. You can choose not to show it to people who've come to your site before. From there are certain, so many different yeah, things yeah. that mm. you can mm. test to
1: make sure you're showing it. Even different traffic sources. The right you can have traffic, a, can traffic, have a, traffic a, sources uh, pop up specifically from yep. visitors from Facebook yep. or um, wherever else Google, Instagram. Um, so so that that is now re-emerged as a powerful way for people to collect data. Right, that we're seeing that a lot. And then what about the high-value content offers that you see on Facebook? They've been around for a while now. The free PDF downloads um, in exchange for your name and email. A lot of people use that now, right? What do you
0: guys think of that for e-commerce? It's not done a lot in e-commerce. It tends to be like a a gift voucher. It seems to be done a lot Mm. more for uh, subscription or enterprise service. service 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 Service-based. Service-based. It's almost like e-commerce customers are there to buy and the information just should be on a blog. It's not what... Why do I need to get it down as a PDF?
1: It's definitely more powerful for B two B. Yep, because B two B consumers will be more willing to invest time and effort and energy and resources into learning, mm-hmm. um, uh, learning about uh, ways that they can solve their problems. Yep, whereas B two C, as um, you know, uh, we all know here, those decisions are often made um, more. Uh, more ad hoc, you yes. know, more quickly. It's, it tends impulse. to have
0: the, the value, right? The yeah. B2B is like, it could be 5, 10, 20, right. It's like, I need to learn a lot so before I make this that's decision. That's right.
1: If I want a T-shirt or a spear gun or, a, or a, a, you know, a rash guard or a candle or something like that, I'm not going to download a book and read about
0: Because I know. can probably also find it elsewhere. That's right. Like, like I can YouTube, like all that. It's yeah. on my Facebook probably because that's of my yeah. interests are.
1: But for higher ticket items, yeah. um, which generally tend to be, um, for B2B anyway, mm. you know, um, you, you often don't, you don't get a lot of consumer items on e-commerce yes. that, that are more than a couple of grand yeah. at the most. Would you agree?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah so
2: I kind of think that's a mismarket market though as well. I, I agree um, mm. fundamentally with what you're saying. Um, but if you break down the B2C, the business to customer sale mm. into quick transactions, mm. potentially more impulse buy type type scenario, right? Facebook Facebook and other social media, really good spot for that because you can put a lot of products in front of people, try and get in front of them with what they're interested in. You know, we think you want to buy this. It's a price point that's not going to kill you. Mm. Just do it. And it's like, yeah, sweet, I'll do that. But when it's larger ticket items, and again, B2C, like think of big service-based businesses, kitchen renovations or bathroom renovations, big ticket items that have a big consideration. Mm. This is where leave-behinds can come in Mm. and in a social media platform. I don't think it would work for Google for example, I'm looking for a kitchen renovation company near me, then you just want to be able to be found. Mm -hmm. You want to get that information, put a call in, get a quote, right? Nice and easy. But through social media, because it's not that ready to go, it's not got that intent layer, um, that's where Leave Behinds can actually start to really, really work well for your business. And information additions like, you know…
0: When you say Leave Behinds, Joe, you're talking about like a PDF download. PDF download.
2: Yeah, something you can get on email that you can, you know, you're on the train, you're on your phone, you see a a local kitchen reno business, like, I am interested in a kitchen reno. How did you know Facebook? That's pretty bloody cheeky. I will get that information. I'm not going to do it right now. I'm on my way to work. It's not something I'm thinking about. But then when you're at home Saturday night, you're like, oh, yeah, hang on a minute. I've just seen a retargeting ad for that thing that I downloaded. I'll go and look it up. Mm. Let me see what Bob the Builder is doing about kitchen renovations at the moment. Has he got a finance deal? Is he doing his COVID safe protocols? Uh, what does reviews look like? You know, it's it's a really good first step for for that type of business. I think
1: definitely. Yeah. Um, um, there's also ways that you can build an audience, um, even if they don't open the PDF, right? Which we know from running these kind of high value content offers that you get a you get a um, you kind of get a conversion rate of of people who actually click on the link to download the PDF that might be anywhere from forty percent to ninety percent. Mm. You know. Um, so it often can feel like a bit of a waste of time and money when you see that, let's say, you know, you're paying five dollars per download. A um, hundred people have downloaded it, but only forty or fifty people clicked on the link to read the PDF. Um, a- another thing that's missing out of that is again the data. So, what what happens when you create a high value content offer? Anyone that takes interest in that high value content offer, whether it's a report, white paper, ebook, whatever it might be, um, them having shown an interest in that. Um, Someone's got a good offer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an emergency. Um, so, the, yeah, there's urgency for you. The, anyone, who, um, anyone who's shown an interest in that high-value content offer is qualified in some sense, right? So, for example, um, what's going on here, guys? There's hand gestures I just and had uh, well, secrets yeah. Urgency, I think that
3: 's a good combination of words it 's an emergency emergency <laughs> <want> write <laughs> <Yes. it down. laughs>
1: well that 's that creative side right um, then've you got um, then you 've got what you 've done is you 've qualified all of every single email that you 've got just collected those one hundred people are people that are interested in that high value content offer now whether they open the PDF or not does not necessarily matter because you can then um, obviously send follow up emails to that list make a lookalike audience. And the, um, that lookalike audience of people, let's say you're running a candle business and, and you uh, run a high-value content offer that's like five, five ways to make the, the most beautiful candles, um, you know, in minutes, whatever it might be. Anyone who down, downloads that is obviously potentially interested in making candles or knows someone who is. So that list of emails that you've now got, you can plug into Facebook and create a lookalike audience or TikTok or Instagram or any of the other platforms out there. Um, and that lookalike audience will be um, way more accurate and qualified than anything you can come up with inside the Facebook ad manager. So if you go into the Facebook ad manager and you, you say, I'm, I want to target people who are interested in candles or candle making, that's face, what, all you're doing there is limiting the amount of people Facebook can show their ads to based on what Facebook thinks about whether or not they're interested in candles. But if you've got a list of people who have downloaded a books that, that talks about candle making, that's more accurate. It's always going to be a way more accurate um, audience. So um, the high-value content offer thing works, man. You know, And there's a few,
0: a few other tools. As you said, it's kind of depending on the, the funnel, the customer experience. It's maybe not B2C or B2B. It's just how big is the purchase I need to make and mm. how much information do I need. Yeah. There's the PDF. There's just sign up to the newsletter. Yep. So that is probably more the e-commerce spin where rather than... A one-off PDF. It's sign, sign-off PDF.
1: Oh, service-based businesses do a lot do of the newsletters newsletter as yeah, well, yeah.
0: Um, and then there's just a the discount yeah. code which which works. Yep, one we see work really well uh, to get the data, but also to encourage a purchase is ten twenty-dollar voucher with a time limit on it. Yes, so they um, urgency put the urgency and send a reminder. Um, automated, completely automated. So a day before it expires, we send we send an email saying. Uh, your codes about to expire. Use it tomorrow to get to get your discount. Uh, so that's another really powerful one. And another one we've used with some e-commerce clients lately is competitions. So that, yes. that's another one without the discount, which which works um, very well. Yeah, cool. I yeah. think the final one for is, is just getting them to your blog, right? That's yeah. almost the other version of instead of the PDF, it's the blog which has the SEO benefits as well and continues yeah. to demonstrate your knowledge of right, which yes. is lo- the best thing you can do. <laughs>
1: yeah. You can you know, there's three things you can do as a business owner. You can talk about how good you are, which is the worst thing to do you have to at some point on yep. your website try to try to show that you're, you're good at what you do I think and that's take the, the, in your service. the
2: kind of some really good information that is ideal for website is to talk about how good you are
1: yeah well there's that but then it's important that you tick off the other two which is have other people talk about how good you are yes um, and then the third thing is to demonstrate how good you are and you can do that through high value content offers blogging uh, podcasts um, you know videos for your company videos and things like that uh, that's important as well I think
2: just something i want to touch on that alan just mentioned as well right um i love that there's an offer that's got urgency in terms of a time time limit that is not 24 hours because the amount of emails that i open having received them two days ago it's like you've got to come on and buy today it's like right. oh well that was pointless <laughs> too late thanks man amazon whatever but like, give me some time you know like i'm not gonna open every single email immediately because that is not top of my list
0: it's a really interesting insight actually we tested some subject lines where we talk about sale hours to go mm. and the open rates were quite low. We're mm. going to do some similar testing over Black Friday, but I asked myself, why are the open rates low? It's because I'm probably at work. You send the email at nine o'clock that said a few hours to go and I've gotten home to check my email. I'm like, oh, I've missed a yeah. point opening that. So yeah. trying to get clever around those subject lines. Yes. Um, or urgency and making it easier for customers.
2: Given the you know, given the A time yeah. A time uh, uh, period, yeah. which is Make reasonable. 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 Make it reasonable.
1: Yeah, yeah. totally. So um, what do you think are three tips that you can give business owners? Say we've got a business owner listening to this podcast right now and uh, they're thinking of redoing their website or running a promotion or something like that. Have you guys got anything that you um, might be able to suggest that you think would help them get better results? I'll oh. start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, expansive
2: can- question, question, Billy. Yes. Depends on what's,
0: the business. What's, okay. I'll, 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 I'll kick off with I've got way more than three. but uh, <laughs> Most let me, important. Let three. me have a crack. The first thing I would do to every customer is uh, go on your site and make a purchase and go through the whole experience Ooh. yourself mm. or get someone. Um, if you can find um, some customers who've done it before or friends or family, if you can get five or ten people, even better, get them to document it, get them to give you suggestions on what you can improve. Mm. That's the first thing that I'll do. Uh, often, um, especially small, medium business owners, there's so much to take care of. We mm. know this. Operations, stock, customer service, mm. p- product images. I haven't even got to the stuff you have to do for your website and marketing yet. That's, yes. that's a lot of things you need to look after and a lot of those things get done quickly uh, um, a couple of years ago, and then you take a look back and go through the journey. And often there's a lot of quick wins there that mm. you can do. Uh, that, so that's one. Uh, coming into Black Friday, that's a huge one. So make sure your um, pen and paper or a spreadsheet map out the days and what you're going to do. Um, Here,
1: here's, here's an example of how powerful that Black Friday thing is. Yes. Think about the um the uh, business that you and I worked on last mm-hmm. week, Alan. That had been running a um what was it twenty percent off factory sale? Yep. Twenty percent off factory sale been running for you know about a month, and getting a certain amount in sales. I suppose we can mention it. We haven't mentioned the business name. It was about two grand a day in sales. Um, same discount, twenty percent. Changed the language to Black Friday. Twenty percent off store wide rather than factory sale. Twenty percent off store wide, and his sales have virtually doubled. It's at about three and a half, nearly four. Yep.
2: Makes sense. So reason to buy, not yeah, just an yeah. offer, but a reason to take you up on it.
1: People at the moment they see Black Friday sale, they go. That's relevant. Yeah. 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 Um, It's nearly Black Friday. (laughs) It makes sense.
0: Well,
2: the amount of e-com stores that you hit the store, right, and it's got the the normal price slashed out and then a discount price. Yes. But there is no reason, whether it's urgency or Black Friday or Christmas or otherwise, there's no reason why that is in place. And you just think that's the normal pricing and that they're just trying to get you over the line with a perceived discount. Yeah. But you know it's not a discount. Yeah. You know that's the actual price. Right. So what is it you can do to – yeah, exactly that. Make the give discount a relevant, right? Relevant, that's
1: yeah. that's that's what it is. It's it's like it's like people people are expecting to see Black Friday sales.
0: Expecting to see Black Friday, and they do expect that it is the biggest discount of the year, yep. or thereabouts. And that's to your question earlier, Wade, about why it's become so big. It has become the thing from America, but but more importantly, it's just become a big sales event that people are used to. So people it's now, wait for they, they wait for it. Yep. Uh, if, if, in other words, if, kill if you kill for it in America. Fake, fake <laughs> if you yes. don't,
1: if you don't run, if you don't run a Black Friday sale, um, people that would have otherwise bought from your store are going to be um, sitting tight, waiting for you to go on sale. Right? Exactly. Like that we saw that the sales started to drop until yes. we hit
0: the Black Friday. Exactly, exactly. And, and I we'll know
1: people who have said oh, I want to buy a new computer monitor or I'm waiting to get I'm just waiting for the prices to drop for Christmas, yep. for Black Friday, yeah. right? So
0: And and you just touched on it. It's leading into Christmas. So it's now become the pre the Christmas gift buying period. Mm, it's yes. perfect timing. I can get something on special mm-hmm. as a gift. And this year uh, it's even more important because we're dealing with all these delivery issues. Mm. So people like, I really need to get my Christmas, if I'm buying online, which more and more people are, I need to get that done early and why wouldn't I do it with Black Friday when I can get a special? And we had a chat with a client this morning. They're like, how important is it that I have Black Friday messaging? And unequivocally, it is critical because it's a shortcut for customers mm. to know that they're going to get a great deal. Mm. So we all know this f- from digital marketing from just everybody's day, they've got to make thousands of decisions. Mm. And human nature, we're looking for shortcuts. It's so that nudge, right? It's like, that nudge. Don't,
1: don't, if you're interested in this thing, now's the time to
0: buy it. Yeah. And so it's, on, a, it's a Black yeah. Friday sale And if you want the cheapest price, it's yeah. going to be Black Friday. And it does need to be Black Friday, and it is. It yeah. is. You will find – like, I know personally, I've got a, a list of things, and I just know that the best discounts are going to be – Yeah. Going to be uh, – Around the corner. Are going to be around the corner. Yep.
1: Yeah, you were going to say something, Joe? I
2: was going to say the shipping – Delays for Christmas means it now is the perfect time. Yeah, and you that urgency it. needs to be put into the site content, the the messaging as well.
1: Isn't it funny how how they um you know turn it turn it around? You can you can turn any negative situation into a positive, right? Yes. So so Australia Post puts out a thing saying we we're, uh, we're screwed basically. <laughs> Here's a photo of one of our warehouses, and yes, you should be freaking out because we're not going to be able to deliver any of this stuff on time, right? That's what Australia yeah. Post basically said. And then the next thing you know, you see a couple of our clients, you know, we were doing some ads. It's like, Australia Post is screwed. You're not going to get your presents by Christmas. <laughs> buy now, buy now, you know. Mm. And um, I just,
0: I'll just give you some personal examples of how weird the shipping is at the moment uh, and how bad it is for Australia Post. And this comes back to like going through your own shopping experience and seeing what your customers are going through. Mm. Shopped on Kmart like a month before Halloween. Wanted a whole lot of Halloween stuff. It was still locked down. Wanted delivery. Took four weeks for everything to arrive. Some of it arrived too late, in about five different deliveries. Yeah. So first off, came up, made no money because yep. I had to pay for all these deliveries and it took so long. About a week ago, ordered something from, from Europe. Yep. Arrived in five days. Yesterday, had to get a return from Amazon. This is probably one of the best shopping experiences I've ever had. Um, got my data blender, it broke, spoke to Amazon on chat within five minutes. Do you want refund or replacement? I said, replacement, no worries, we'll get it to you today. Had yep. the chat yesterday morning. Arrived last night. A wow. brand new one. Wow. and Free return. Yeah, that's a wow, right? So
1: that that's Amazon's thing. Though. That's so Amazon. That, so what Amazon
0: are doing is they're doing the Uber of deliveries. So there's these guys rocking up who are just nah. they've just got a hatchback. Yes. And they're just picking up a bit of extra cash on the side. Mad. Uh, and they've got the infrastructure for do to do that. And the one from Europe was a, prop, a shipping company. And Australia Post is just yes struggling. Yeah, yeah. At man. the moment,
1: they're under the pump. yeah yeah Yep. Cool. So. Go through your website um, and and make the purchase or make the inquiry if it's a service-based business. Actually go through the motions or get someone you know to go through the motions and just triple check that everything's
0: Yep. Number two, these are quick wins. Number two, Black Friday. The other one is um, spend a couple of hours just going back. If you've got some data on your sales, um, what has worked Mm -hmm. in the past? Just take that time. I think uh, there's so much doing for a small business owner. I've just got to keep keep things going putting out fires putting out fires doing the next thing to keep the growth going yep but if you can just carve out a bit of time to look at what's worked what happened last time I did 20% was it a particular product yes was it a particular timing because you will you will find like doing the customer experience a few nuggets of gold Mm. which you can see it worked and then just straight away put that into your plans for the holiday season cool Joe
1: what would you suggest my friend
2: So many things. (laughs) Um, Alana, I really like your suggestions. They're very good. They were good. I'd like to say the same. Yeah, yeah, I I guess there's a few things um, I'd probably want to go back to. Um, Again, going back to your customer's data and what it is that, you know, has worked for in the past, but also what was your best customer? What did they look like? Mm. Who is that top 5% or 20% of people? And what is it that, that is differentiating them from the rest of your, you know, rest of your customers. Why did these people buy more? Um, what was it about that, that particular group? Is it a certain demographic? Is it a certain gender or age range or income bracket or area of the country? Or, you know, what like find out more information and really, really drill down on that. Um, would be a good, a good tip. Um, outside of that, I would love to spend some time looking at your competitors and Mm. doing some searches around what you do and looking Mm. at other ads seeing what those offers look like, seeing what their ad copy looks like.
1: Subscribe to every single one of them. Yeah. Read, read their emails. Yeah, Both. yeah. yeah.
2: Check, out, uh, check out the Facebook ads library and see what their ads are doing on, yep. online. See how good their creatives great are. Advice. See how good their ad copy is. Like, Have a look around at your market. Are people uh, selling the same thing for cheaper? Because mm. that's almost a surefire way to, to ensure that you're going to not do great, right? Mm. Like, If it's easy to go on Google and find the same product for less money, I'm probably going to buy it elsewhere. That's yes.
0: what we do.
3: Yeah. We love a bargain. Yeah. We, it's look, so, we hunt It's, for it, it's right?
0: so, you spend so much, it's such a simple way to, yeah. to check where you stand, checking your competitors for two reasons. If you check four or five competitors and you see them all kind of talking about your product or your customer need or your industry in, in some way, way, there's yeah. probably something there where they've all come to the same conclusion around why. Around why, ch- channeling demand. Yeah. And it t- doesn't right. tend to be about the product. It's about the customer need and that that sector right that yes. we talk about clothing or diet solutions or um, whatever it is in a yep. certain way mm. and if you're not doing that you might want to test trying that out and the other thing exactly what you said your customers are doing it mm. your customers cool. are there in the with six chrome tabs open yes. yep. checking all the pricing
2: just for a real good uh, uh, real world example um, I had a, a lead recently um, from a, a guy who sold a bath toy specific mm. bath toy and um, Kind of cool. Um, I need one of those. But I gra- it was a, what the, is it? Little yeah, frog, that, it's I'm a little automated what frog like, that, yeah. that, that vibrates and has a little waterfall coming out of the top of it. It's quite cute. It's oh, pretty oh, cool. I get, That's yeah. cool. Get it from my That's niece cool. and nephew, man. Yeah, but, only um, one for me. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grabbed the, uh, the product uh, title, Yeah, punched it into Google, and found immediately that above him organically was another uh, – this was a single product website, right? So th- there was another website that sold many more products mm. but sold this specific product with his brand name on it for $2 less. Right. So right out the gate. Now.
1: Don't know. <laughs> well f- By him selling the, it to them at wholesale prices. Yes. Um, without, without rules and restrictions on them being able to – what price they have to sell it at. So he's priced himself out of the market. That, that happens – you see that happen with a lot of um, – a lot of brands and a lot of businesses. They they um, especially also, you know, if you're running an e-commerce business and you're selling products and you've got an eBay channel, um, and your products are cheaper on eBay than they are on your website. That's a bad thing, right? Mm. Like it just affects your brand. It, it, it people are aware of the fact that you're trying to basically um, rip them off or get more money out of them than is otherwise necessary because yep. people are able to sell the same thing on eBay for less. Mm. Um, and then you've also got. Issues with resellers, of course. You know they get overstocked, they under, they, they um they mark down their, their products, and again, you know it damages your brand because you go to you go to people go to the brand website expecting to get the best deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if if they don't, if they're able to find it somewhere else cheaper, um, you become the bad guy. You know, what I mean, you're trying to rip them off, basically.
2: There's a real like psychological um, uh, issue there, or it could be it could be in your favor, right? But the congruency, the uh, consistency mm. of your brand online, like, yeah, if it's able to be you're able to be able to find your products cheaper elsewhere, mm. or the way that you're laying out your site design is different from page to page, or mm. all these like confusing user experiences, or they're all they're all just roadblocks mm. to to getting people to actually buy from you. Yes, if you make everything smooth and consistent and easy. Um, and just make it really clear in terms of what you want your customer to do, what they need to do to just get over the line. You're going to find that more often they're going to do it. Yes. People want to buy. Yeah. I've done it myself, right? I get distracted. Kids come home or, I mean, yep. my kids, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: people's kids often come home. There are other humans and <laughs> they're in my
2: space and suddenly I'm distracted. But yeah, you get distracted, right? It's yes. easy. It's human nature. We've got like a 17 second attention span. Yep. So you need to just get in front of that attention as quickly as possible and, and yep. yeah, making and, things smooth and, and easy is and a really good way to do that.
1: Right. Capitalizing on that very, very limited amount of attention you're ever going to get on the internet. Yes. Right. You've got to get the attention and then you've got to realize that you're only going to get it for a very short period of time. You've got um, the more roadblocks and hurdles. I agree with you, Joe. The cognitive load. Um, you know, Alain's talked with us before about heuristic analysis, yes. um, heuristic solutions on websites. People have complicated problems they're trying to solve. And if you can offer them
2: a simple way to do that, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good thing. Well, I've been promoting this quite a lot recently. Well, I haven't used the word heuristic analysis, <coughs> but it's, it's confusing. Good word. You should, you should it is a good it, word. Yeah. yeah. But, um, what does it mean?
1: Well, what it means is I'm smarter than you. Cool. Well, what <laughs> it, what, I I it, what it plays out
2: in practice is that you're showing people all the issues that they think about that they think might happen. Yeah. Right. Slow shipping. Uh, it's going to be dispatched from China, or uh, I'm never going to get a refund if it's sh- not very good. Yep. Right. So all of these things, and by just just having a few key, it can be icons. It can be yep. something as simple. Yep. As a shortcut.
0: shortcuts. Heuristic means like there's like shortcuts to solve problems. Yes. Yeah. Quickly. It's, yeah. It might not be the best outcome, but it's going to get me as close as possible faster. Yep. Yeah. So well,
3: thank God they made a really short word for yeah. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. I know.
1: It's one of my favorites, man. Um, along with propagating. Can you spell that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a chance. Can you define okay. it? I, I can mush it into the keypad closely enough so that Google will auto spell it for me. Okay, How's that? that? <laughs> monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, Joe, we've got, um, if we just go back, um, the first one was uh, looking at what, what's worked in the past.
2: Identifying your best customer.
1: Identifying your best customer. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and why. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then
2: targeting that ideal customer going forward.
1: Yeah, yeah. And looking at your competitors. And looking at Some your competitors. good tips there, man. That's gold. That's important. You know, I think um, as a business owner, you're in a marketplace. Mm. And uh, if you can imagine that, you know, you're in a virtual, lit- literal marketplace, people are walking around this marketplace and you've got to stand there. And if you've got to stand there that's selling something for twice as much of, for the same thing as the guy next to you, yes. you're not going to sell anything. Right, so you need to be looking around and seeing what marketplace you're in.
0: And I like those tips because they're just really easy to do, right? right. I can do them simple, today, straightforward, quickly, take a short period of yep. time.
1: Yep. What about you, Wade, for video? Let's say I'm a business owner and I'm out there. I'm thinking I'm going to make some videos for my business.
3: Think outside the box. Cool. I feel like the Australian market in general and Australasia is very conservative. Yes. And as you... Our ads are boring. I know that much. As you alluded to before, you've got 15 seconds or less, probably less, especially for my demographic, to grab someone's attention. Yes. So you need to do something that grabs that attention. Yes. What are we going to do? Well, we could do the old traditional method of, you know show the product, have an experience over, um, but why not something totally different mm. where it's a viral challenge mm. that you set up, you know, who knows where that can go. Mm. The power of social media is incredible. So I would say think outside the box and it doesn't necessarily have to be a literal ad, mm. you know. We don't need to get tied down into this traditional structure of ads. Yes, a totally different landscape.
2: It is a different. Yes, Joe. I'd like to. I'd really want to add on to that. Yeah. I. I so much of what even we do, even today, right, is, is focused on doing the ad and then having a call to action. Mm-hmm. Right. Here is what it is. Here is what's great. Call to action. Mm. But people know that it's an ad. Mm. I don't think you need to all the time. I mean, it, it certainly has a place, right? And, mm. and majority of the time, yeah, for sure. But I don't think we always need to be so overt with with exactly what we're trying to do here. Like, yes. It's very obvious if you are promoting a. A surfboard. You've got a dude who's on a surfboard with an ad with a with a, uh, a tile on Facebook that says "sponsored" in the corner. Mm. You know this is an ad. Yes. Yeah, you know Surf what you're trying to get Australia out of Australia or something. Yeah.
1: They know that Facebook page is for a business who sells surfboards. Yeah. Right. You don't need to say we sell surfboards. Uh, click here. Although making it obvious. So it's actually it's an interesting thing. We have done some testing around this. You've got. It depends on the the product itself how differentiated it is from your typical commoditized product. Mm. If you've just got a surfboard that people can surf on and, and people know what surfboards are, um, outlining the um, the features and benefits can help because um, you need to try to show um, how your product is not different. It's a surfboard, right? But how in some ways it's better than other surfboards. Well um, are we
3: not selling feelings? Uh,
0: yeah, the benefits and ben- yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, so there's, that, that's good, right? So you've got features and benefits and then you've got the emotion, mm. right? Um, well, I think,
0: actually, sorry to interrupt, it's yeah. almost benefits the bridge to yes. the bridge between the two. So there's features is like the surfboard yes, uh, is um, made, made using recycled goods yeah. and then the benefit is uh, you're helping the environment. The yes. emotion is that my uh, consumption and when I'm spending my money is not, Doing damage yes um in a world where there's a lot of damage right done
1: yeah yeah definitely so so the 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 rule of thumb with this um i've done some reading on it and i don't know if i entirely agree with the um generally accepted rule of thumb but when you've got a commoditized product something that people know exactly what it is as soon as they lay their eyes on it um outlining features and benefits is um is 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 important um, when you've got a brand new product to market, something that—and um, this goes back to also what platforms are best to advertise on—if you've got something that someone's never heard of before, um, like for example, you've got a different type of wetsuit that's um, that, that keeps people warmer and it's thinner or something like that. It's very like hum- shark skin. You like shark skin? Yeah, <laughs> you got me. Yeah, like shark skin. Name's um up. yeah. Yeah. Um, then uh, you know he'll be on here soon. By yes. the way, he said yes. he's, he's happy for me to call him in. Um, uh, sharkskin for the listeners out there Is a client of ours Been with us for a couple of years And he's just Smashing it Like literally His guys can't even Make this stuff Quickly enough um, So <laughs> You think we should call him In now No won't? no Hit us with a, With one of the sample buttons A little oh, of or He's something. smashing it mate He's smashing it <laughs> Yeah I don't know why I put the laughter in there Anyway So Um do you know what each other's ones does? Not it's giving yet. yourself no. a laugh. Yeah, I, I, uh, I just experiment a little bit with them from time to time for a bit of fun. But if you've got a differentiated product, something someone's never heard of before, you have to use social media. You have to use something where you can get your offer. It doesn't have to be a product. It can be an offer, something that's different um, in front of people because they're not going to be searching for it, mm. right? Um, we've got our e-commerce growth hack pack solution that we're, um, we're promoting at the moment that's uh, going gangbusters and... The reason why we have to use social media for that is because people aren't typing in agency that does everything for e-commerce, right? They're typing in Facebook ads for e-commerce or um, TikTok ads for e-commerce or Google ads or, you know, email marketing. They're kind of ticking them off one by one, whereas we've come up with a solution that's differentiated. No one else does this that I've been able to find. And so we have to promote it on social media and get in front of people's faces despite them not searching. Um, whereas if you've got something like a surfboard or um, you know, um, a skateboard or a, or a T-shirt or a hat or whatever it might be.
2: Proprietary wetsuit technology.
1: Yeah. Then, well, so you can, you can then use Google search ads because, and, and just make sure that your offer is the best by outlining features and benefits. It's very hard to portray emotion in Google search, right? Um, you've got 60 characters and 150 characters thereabouts in the description, it's hard to it's hard to portray emotion in such a small snippet. So you really do need to figure out what kind of a feature or benefit is um, going to differentiate your product in any way possible um, for for Google search. But uh, how do we get onto this? Where the hell have I gone? Have I gone down
0: some sort of rabbit hole right now that I? Can't I was stick talking about together?
3: thinking outside of the box. When yes, right, right, right. And right I had a question on.
0: for Wade actually uh, around so small medium business owner. You want to get started you're not going to have the budget for full big production of equipment. What are some tips for like a small, medium business owner that maybe they can just use their phone um, to get, just experiment and try out with video?
3: Um, Key is there's two things, lighting and sound. Mm. Sound is probably more important than lighting because people will watch a terrible image as long as the sound's good. Mm. But if something's out of sync or it's crackly or you can't hear it, turning it off. Mm. So... Make sure that your audio is good. Mm. Don't cover the mic on your on your on your smartphone. Mm. You know, if you can, put a sock over the end. Can you just speak it, into the mic uh, ah. there, way? Yeah, basically. <laughs> All this talk about mic and sound, and I'm <laughs> kooky. Yeah. Um, you can even put like a sock yeah. over over the mic um, to cut down wind. Yeah. Really, just simple tips like get rid that. of the pops. Exactly. I mean, yeah. especially I if that. you're shooting outside. Natural yeah. light's really good to start off with. Um, before you start introducing other light sources. I think that, you know, it's something we interact with on a daily basis and you can see it automatically, mm. you know, on the screen, what it's going to do. So sound, lighting, and the the last thing I would probably mention is composition. There's a thing called rule of thirds. Mm. It's a very basic foundational idea based in photography and videography where the... Frame is split into thirds, both vertically and horizontally. And basically those lines, if you'll see here, where's the camera?
1: Yeah, you actually showed me. Like if you buy the... So um, see where
3: my hand is he- here, where our eye line is. Oh. That's where our eye... This, this is where our eyes train to look. Yes. It's the most pleasing. Yes. So you have that, that line. You always want to keep a bit of headroom. Yes. And, you know, if you're shooting something that is... Landscape, for instance, you see how Joe here on, on the screen is, you know, he's not dead centre, he's slightly off centre. Mm. That just
1: – having that space around him rather than crowding him in the frame really helps. That was interesting when you told me about that because I've just always thought that you should be directly in the middle of – like, the shot. That's right. the Kubrick special. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Kubrick
3: special? Yeah, centrist filmmaking. Yeah, you right. see a lot of his shots, the subject is always in the centre of the frame. Yeah, cool. Huh. Yeah. Cool, cool. So you can break the rules, yep. but if you're just starting out, rule of thirds, lighting, sound. Perfect.
2: And just give That's
3: it a go. And, yeah, definitely and just get started, box. right? It doesn't
0: right. have to be don't be boring perfect you kind of boring you Um, learn by doing
3: yeah Yeah. absolutely and footage you know you can never have enough footage yeah cool coverage is important you know if you're shooting a documentary you usually have a hundred minutes of footage to one minute of screen time well yeah and that's being somewhat like conservative you can definitely pump that number up i
1: was watching uh david attenborough on the weekend um, and the footage is just amazing in that thing. But now that you, say, Next you level. Said that. they
0: actually do documentaries about how they make the documentaries, which is, yeah. meta. It's <laughs> yeah,
2: they sit in like swamps for days it's just to nuts, get a 22nd right? yeah. stalk taking off, whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. Which
1: just makes the most beautiful documentaries. Right. But, yeah, to imagine how much, how many hours of footage they must have to come up with something like that mm. is nuts. And just don't be scared. Just do it. Mm. Yeah. Just as, as you say
3: to just do it. You know, you can cut it on your iPhone yep. or on, in the app on TikTok and then boom, you're ready to go. Yep. Like if you know your way around a, a smartphone, you are a director, you're yes. a producer, mm. you're an actor, you've got all the tools.
1: Have a look at the, um, the link I emailed you, Wade, um, for video. So, guys, uh, for anyone that's listening, we've we've obviously uh, Australian Internet Advertising's moved office. We're we're in a massive office now. We've got um, uh, videography capabilities. We've got motion graphics, and um, you know, you might ask yourself why we're doing this. Um, and the reason why we're doing this is because this is the way social media, especially advertising, is going. Um, you need to be promoting video content on social media. You've mm. got the new, um, relatively new UGC style ads um that um what's UGC stand for user generated content so it's realistic authentic and believable content of um people trying out your products or services you can also use UGC for services um and they're they're just doing like a a, a selfie style video um and and um you know promoting promoting your products through these realistic looking um uh, testimonials um of of your products yeah So rather than like a a really um, well-designed static image promoting your products or um, an animated kind of thing, you know, off Canva, a lot of people have been doing them for a long time now, Um, having an actual real person standing there talking about having used your products or demonstrating how to use it um, has proven to be uh, exponentially more powerful, much higher return on ad spends, um, you know, so... That along with also um, other types of video, video footages is, is now crucial for um, for our clients to be able to get the best possible results that they can get.
3: An image tells a thousand words, no?
1: Yeah, that's right. And people love consuming video on smartphones. Did you not get the email? No. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll uh, bring that up next time. Next time. <laughs> I dropped the ball there. It's got to be in here somewhere. Give me a sec um
3: alright
2: Joe take over
3: just yeah. really searching
2: we're touching on a few of these things really I mean Alain you asked what a business owner could do with their smartphone and uh, Wade you've given some you know really good tips in terms of what it is you want to be doing but there are no wrong answers you should be getting your face in front of your customers you should be humanising your business through your, your social media posting not your ads absolutely mm. not maybe whatever but through your posting that's what that should be doing you don't want to be spruiking and promoting your business you just want to be giving people a bit of behind the scenes information and that's a mm. really, you know, easily accessible thing today with smartphones, with quick videos, quickly uploading it to your Facebook or your Instagram uh, uh, page, just just getting it up there. Mm. And at the same time, when you get comfortable with it, you can start to, you know, sit there with your, uh, with your recently shipped products in your warehouse and say, hey, guys, we've just got all these things in. Really looking forward to getting them out on the store and getting them into your hands and start doing a little bit of like soft promotion um, and then, you know, evolve what you're doing as well, I think, is all really, really good options for every business owner out there. Get your friends and family to do video reviews of your of your stuff as well, right? Start making ads that don't look like ads. Mm. These are user-generated content, UGC ads. They do not look like ads, but we know that social proof reviews and testimonials are some of the most valuable. Uh,
1: there really is no more powerful. Like I've said this to Alan. Because uh, Salon's the marketing um, marketing genius around here, um, having having done marketing at university. In a room full kind of, of geniuses, you. by the university? way,
2: university. <laughs> right, right. 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 right.
1: <laughs> but um, you know, I, I feel strongly about uh, the fact that over the ten years of running different ads to different landing pages, if if no, if you do nothing else, you can have a crappy looking website. You can have no, um, you know, credibility. You can have no, um, you can have crappy calls to action. You can have, um, you know, terribly written content. Um, you can have a, low, a slow loading website. Um, you know, you can have all sorts of problems. But if you've got a page with 10, 20, 50 people, videos of people saying how awesome your products or services are, yes. you're 90% of the way there. You're going to get sales. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's really the most important thing. Um, other than you know there's that and then also obviously demonstrating I mean in a sense that kind of if they're people using the product they're demonstrating the product right um, but yeah so I think that that's that I've always felt very strongly about social proof being the most, most powerful um, persuasion Um, marketing tool
2: it defers all those other issues yeah all that user experience or usability everything goes away when your only motivation is to get that thing in your hand yes right if you've seen like you say seen all the videos and people are using it they're so happy
1: it's the old thing too right like um if if you're if you walk down a strip and there's 10 restaurants there and one of them has a queue (laughs) out the door and the other one the other ones are empty despite you being able to get your dinner probably an hour and a half earlier. Yes. And, you know, Could be whatever. just as
0: good. Might even yeah, be better.
1: Might even be better. Probably but won't. What are you going to do? You know, and time and time again. Follow the crowd. Yeah, research has shown that you're going to be going, why is that restaurant got that queue out that door? Right? Like, that must be the best one. I'm going to queue up there. And get what they've got. I
2: literally yeah. do that on the regular with coffee shops.
1: It's FOMO. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah, yeah. you do that with coffee shops every man. time. If yeah, there's yeah. an
2: empty coffee shop, and then two doors down is a, a much busier one.
1: Yes, I'm going to the busy one. Yeah, man. It's not so, about the experience. It's not about no, getting that thing it's quickly because anymore. Because they've obviously got better coffee. Better coffee, and you don't want to be the guy that gets the coffee that's not as good as everyone else's coffee. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like that's that's that's. The, I think it. It's just the fear of missing out. Just
2: want good coffee, man. Well, going yeah. back to what you
1: said,
3: also. Content. It's not about the content of the content. Mm. You just need content. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be about the product. Mm. It does as long as it's on related to your brand. Yeah. and you're continually uploading things. Yeah, well, look at you're look grabbing at, attention. That's yes, the key.
1: You don't exactly, man. This is something that people on social media that have done really well have known for a long time now. Um, is is that content when um, when you're um, when you're creating content, it, it, it only has to be even just remotely related to the goods or services that you're promoting. and It doesn't have to actually have the call to action in it. Um, so what's going on? Why are you fixing one of the cameras? He's, and, trying to, he's trying to act like everything's cool. It
2: doesn't have to be perfect either, right? It, there's a strong good enough factor. Yes. And if you've got one good enough ad, then that's okay. But by the time you've been doing this you know, long enough and you've got 100 good enough ads, you've now got a really good resource in terms of getting people traffic to your site or or, uh, interested parties to come and find out more yes you got a really good resource to making that happen
1: yeah yeah did you get that thing up wade
3: that email i I certainly did let's have a look so we've got the top video marking statistics of 2021 just scroll um scroll down a bit because there's some stats
1: there that are just mind-blowing get to the stats
3: okay is it in uh dot point form here yeah Okay, um, what, what do you want to discuss about the stats? One
2: third of all online activity is spent watching the video.
1: Yep. What's the, how many hours does the average Aussie spend watching video? I think that might be the headline. Um, I'll send it to you, alone, You can have a look.
0: I'm just thinking the other thing that happens with this is the social media algorithms. I mean, the TikTok by nature is video, but Facebook and Instagram is a mix. Yes. The algorithms see people enjoying videos and just start showing... I mean, we're we're
1: spending spending, spending becoming eight hours a day on the internet. Eight hours a day on the internet, including video on your landing page, can boost your conversion rate rate by up to 80%. To watch every video that will be crossing global IP networks in one month in 2021, you will need to spend a full five million years. (laughs) Isn't there something
2: like... A few there's years 5 ago, five
1: million years of video content.
2: A few years ago, YouTube was getting something like sixty out yeah, twenty crazy. sorry twenty four hours of video content uploaded every second. Yeah, that's nuts. Yes. Isn't that crazy?
1: Wow. I mean, obviously it works. Eighty five percent of businesses use video as a marketing tool. So if you're not, you're missing out. Basically. Join the
3: circus.
2: Yeah,
1: that's right. Um, there's just some crazy stats in there, right? Um, content: sixty eight percent of people will watch a full video if it's a minute long or less. Heaps of stats here, guys. We'll upload it with the um, with the podcast. There'll link be a it link. up. There'll be a link in the comments. Cool. So uh, I think that probably just about wraps it up. Guys, if you've got any questions out there, you're a business owner and you're looking for um, answers to questions, you want to hear us discuss a specific topic, shoot it through in the comments, send us an email, give us a ring, Australian Internet Advertising. This podcast has been set up for you. So we want to answer your questions. We want to help you grow your businesses We want to help you understand more about um, the jungle of digital marketing. Um, Avoid those potholes. You know, Some of them can be very expensive. I've heard some horror stories. We're here for you. Feel free to to let us know what you want us to talk about. Other than that, we're going to have experts coming in. We're going to be speaking to clients who have done well through e-commerce or service-based businesses and grown their sales, smashed their records, and how they've done it. So stay tuned.
3: Let's get famous.
1: Let's get famous. That's it. Peace. Did you cut it out?
3: I haven't cut it yet. All right.
1: <laughs> see ya. Peace. Ciao. We'll see uh, Bye bye. <laughs> bye
3: bye.
2: Australian internet avid.